0: to sip and say with stephanie hi y'all i feel like i have a little bit of a lisp for whatever reason how's everybody doing this evening Woo-hoo, 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 woo I feel good, good, good. Welcome to Sip and Stay with Stephanie on the Stephanie Humphrey channel. As always, it is a blessing, an honor, a privilege to come into your home, your car, your living room, your office, wherever you might be at this time. I am excited about just life, y'all. I'm, I have some feelings, but I'm very excited about life. I'm I and mean, in my feelings just a little bit tonight. Um but I am grateful, thankful, appreciative that will always remain. So this is going to be a night of back to school. I'm not going to be on long because there's a few things that I need to do tonight um and I need to get up earlier in the morning um, for work, earlier than I normally get up because I need to get to one of the schools that I need to visit tomorrow and it's gonna be early. So I'm going to be on just a short time tonight. Plus, y'all know Roland Martin, unfiltered. I'm trying to get back to the Black Star Network uh, because I love the panelists on for tonight. And so I did have some news, but, you know, we know the news. I didn't feel like really reporting on the news tonight. So I was like, well, I'm just going to let this be a back to school focus. Before I get there, how are you feeling how are you all feeling mentally? How are you feeling spiritually? How are you feeling physically? How are you feeling emotionally? How are you feeling socially? How are you feeling tonight and I told y'all I'm a little bit in my feelings tonight and it's not a bad thing. It's actually because of what I consider an injustice that has occurred and i am I'm in my feelings about it i am i feel i feel good and I feel strong. I've spoken to who I need to speak with, but I still feel just in my feelings about it um and so anyway, that's how I'm feeling tonight i above all of how I'm feeling grateful remains the 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 feeling the emotion the thing that I tap into is gratefulness thankfulness. I appreciate God and how he is working in my life and working on behalf of my family and friends. And even on your behalf, I'm thankful for what God is doing in your life. And so grateful, thankful, remains steady in my life. Um, even though I'm in my feelings. <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you something. I told you I'm not going to be long, and I promise I won't because I do the back to school um, tips are going to be short and sweet. Like they long, but they're, they're short and sweet each one, but different sections. The Lord woke me up this morning. Watch y'all sipping all the night. Well, first of all, tell me how y'all feeling in the chat. If you're listening to the rebroadcast, tell me how you're feeling in the rebroadcast. Um, but that's how I'm feeling. I'm going to say it for the 10th time. I'm in my feelings, but I feel thankful. I I am, man, I, I see a bright future ahead for myself. I know that you have a bright future ahead for you. Um, so that's going well. Um, socially, I got the chance to hang out with a friend of mine last, this, weekend. Man, we when I say I had them cracking up, because you know, I'm I'm so much me, me and her have been friends I think for over 20 years. Man, so we know each other. She knows me. So boy, I had her cracking up because we hadn't seen each other since it was it last year or earlier this year. Cause she's had some some things so we've talked, you know, this year, but I can't say that I've, I've been, been to our house this year, or maybe it may have been the end of last year. Anyway, I don't think we've seen each other in a while. And we used to do some video chatting, but, you know, in person, you know, it's, it's, it's you want to see your friends in person. And so we got a chance. But man, when I say we had a good time. <laughs> When I said we had a good time just cutting up and just enjoying ourselves, we ended up going out to eat and then we went to a festival. And that was interesting. Um, The music was bomb bomb bombing. Like I, not bomb, like, okay. The music was blasting. It was good and I was grooving because it was nice, nice flow. So anyway, it was really good to hang out with her. So I had, uh, so socially I've received a big boost um, because of hanging out with my friend. And so, and they have, her family has a dog. And so I always know when I go there, like he knows me because he's known me since he was a puppy. And um, so he's, you know, he knows my sin because I've been, you know, I was there shortly after they got him. And so, so, but I always know when I go to her house, I, I just stand still. He is huge. He's too big of a dog for my taste, but I'm not a pet lover, but I just stand still Um, And this time he was really excited. Like he did a lot more barking this time than he normally does when I go, but he hadn't seen me in a while. And so once she, you know, calmed him down and he sat and chilled out and he was ready to come see me, I just, I just stand very still. I let him sniff me, do whatever he needed to do, then I go wash my hands. You know, I don't like dogs licking on me, so he normally doesn't do a lot of licking on me like he was licking on my shoes but um, but he doesn't do a lot of licking like on my skin. I think he knows I don't like that, and so once he finished sniffing me and everything he wanted to play i I was in the playing mood, you know, we trying to go out to eat um but i he's he's j he big. <laughs> He's a big dog. And it's just like, I just said, I don't let him bite. I know he's not going to bite me, but it's just, you know, there's teeth there when his tongue is exploring or his nose isn't. So anyway, but anyway, I feel good about, about that. I just know I stand still. He sniffs a few seconds and then he's gone on about his way and I'm okay. And then, you know, he came back over a little bit late because he wanted to play. And then he wanted me to pet him because sometimes I don't normally pet dogs, but I know him. So sometimes I'll pet him, and, 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 you know, but I didn't time because I didn't want to. And plus he's going out to eat. So anywho, it was just good to see my friend and her family and we had a good time. So again, I have my my boost socially. So the Lord woke me up this morning early. Early in the morning will I rise up and seek thee. And because thou hast been my help. Anyway, that's not my song. That's somebody else's song. I don't even know who sings that song. But the Lord woke me up early to talk to me. Y'all, see, I don't know. So I don't know how the Lord talks to you all. I meant to put my rings on. I forgot them. They're sitting on my bathroom counter in my floral um uh, jewelry holder. But I meant to put them on. So anyway, I don't know how the Lord talks to you all, but when I'm in a season of transition, especially when God wants to do something, you know, and and I get um, anxious or um, desperate in a sense, desperate in the sense that, God, I know you're doing something, but I don't know what it is. Can you tell me, like, what direction am I going? Like, what's happening here? And I kind of get desperate in a, in that sense. And then I start cutting the food. I do. I do. And I just recognized, I knew I did that, but I just recognized it to the full extent when the Lord woke me up this morning, we were talking about it. And so it's something that I'll need to check, like character flaws. So something I'm going to be keeping an eye out for. Um, My eyes have adjusted to my glasses. So I feel like I'm looking at you, but it's fuzzy. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of my water. I have my alcohol free, but I'm going to take a sip of my water. What are you all sipping on tonight? I'm sipping on water. Plus, I got my scorpion eye here that I'm gonna drink in a few. So I get anxious. I recognize that, and so it's something that I'll keep a check on. But when I'm in a period of transition, the every time without fail, the Lord says to me, Stephanie, what do you want? Without fail, Stephanie, what do you want? And you know me, i like, I want this, 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 but that's how I used to be. But now, because I know he, the Lord asked me this during my transitions and different seasons, I, I'm more thoughtful and prayerful. And I take a pause before I answer to make sure that I'm letting the Lord know exactly what I want. God, this is what I want. Um, and so we had that conversation this morning so it's interesting because you know how your parents ask so you know how when you were younger your parents would ask you did you do this or did you say that and they already know the answer before they ask you they just want to know if you're going to tell them the truth it's similar to God when he asked Stephanie what do you want he of course he knows what I'm going to say and I tell him what I want and then Sometimes it leaves an opening for him to be like, okay, this is what we're going to do, you know, with what you want, or we're going to make adjustments to what you want to accommodate this new season or this new, this transition that I'm taking you um, into is, I don't know how y'all talk to the Lord, but we, I mean, I have a really great relationship with the Lord. He's been with me all my life. I haven't always been with him. But he's been with me all my life. And so we have, you know, good conversations. Most, most days, most days, every now and then I get in my feelings and I just be like, Lord, I don't feel like talking today. Ain't that something, you know, telling, telling God Almighty that, but I do, you know, I'm just very open and honest with the Lord as I am with my family and friends, with myself and and with others. I'm very, very vocal and open and honest with him. So we had a great conversation. It's been a minute since the Lord has woken me up early like he did today. Because normally I pray before I get ready for work. That's, you know, but like today we needed to have a specific conversation. And the Lord did make some... I'm not going to say demands. I'm going to say requests of me. Um, I'm going to obey him, but I, I'm not going to say I don't want to, but I don't want to. Not because the Lord is asking something impossible of me, but because it's going to require like a whole lot of faith. <laughs> the Lord. He has given me a measure of faith and he wants me to tap into that measure, your measure, and a thousand other people's measure of faith to, uh, to do what, what he has, um, uh, commissioned me to do. Oh Lord. The, I know the Lord be looking at me like shaking his head. Cause I, I'm like, again, I'm very honest with the Lord. Like God, like you, 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 you. you yeah. So that's how I'm feeling <laughs> about my conversation with the Lord this morning. But all is, all is well. God, God really, he, he's not asking for a lot. He's not, I'm I'm about to open up my scarf and I... the Lord is not asking for a lot, but it's gonna take a stretch. Like you all know the Fantastic Four. The Mr. Fantastic, when they went up to space to the cosmos and they were hit by whatever the cloud was i can't remember it's been a minute um and he became a stretchy rubbery person it's gonna take that kind of stretching y'all know how michael jordan's arm stretched in space jam it's gonna you know it's gonna take some stretching (laughs) it's gonna take some stretching so y'all pray my strength in the Lord, I'm struggling with opening this scarf nah. but y'all just pray my strength in the Lord. Like seriously, though, so I know I'm joking about it, but it's really gonna take some faith, and I'm gonna have to totally surrender myself in this particular area that God is asking for, so that He can do the work that He wants to do and needs to do in me. I'll let y'all know the outcome. <laughs> I'm a to let y'all, I am really struggling. Let me see if where I can find my perforated um, thing from the bottom because sometimes that does better and I really, uh, I really want this. Um, I'll let you all know the, the update of how it all comes to be and how it comes about. I believe, I know I'm going to have a testimony about this. It's just a matter of when the Lord will allow me to share it with you so that we can all be um elevated and encouraged Lord Jesus woo, woo, woo. so got my scarper knock open and so look y'all so I decided because I was in my feelings tonight and this is not for the Lord <laughs> This is just, you know, so I was at a festival on Mother's Day weekend with my sister and some friends, and there was a young lady there selling, oh, so y'all pray for me next topic. There was a young lady there selling different Mm -hmm. mugs. And so she... I don't know if she had this one. I don't know. I think this was in the container. She had something like out that you can pull and see. But this one was sitting, I think, in a box maybe. And I asked if I could take it out. So I pulled it out. Did I show you all this before? Maybe I did. But I pulled this out and I asked my sister. I was like, is this you or me? It says, I'm street, So look both ways before you cross me. And so this is how I'm feeling tonight. <laughs> I'm street. Look both ways before you cross me. So this is a mug I'm drinking. Cause I grabbed my Stephanie Humphrey channel mug, but then when I, I opened the cabinet and I was like, I'm gonna get my street, my street mug tonight, you know. So anyway, I'm pouring my scarf, Watch what I'm sipping on tonight. I got my scuppernong. So I have my scuppernong tonight. I started to get something stronger, but I decided we're just gonna stick with the scuppernong. That's good. What y'all having for dinner tonight? I don't know what I'm having for dinner. It's gonna. I guess it. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But look, y'all. I've already taken up enough time just chatting. So again, this is a back to school edition. I'm gonna give you for those of you who have children going back to school. Maybe they've already started back to school. I mentioned last week that you know some year round schools have or. I'm assuming all year round schools have started specialty schools have started um, early colleges, but you know I said specialty schools, early colleges, most of those I think have started across the United States. Some schools will start next week, some schools will start after Labor day, some maybe even start a little bit later, but whenever your school starts. These are some back-to-school tips that you can use to support your family and your child as you all prepare to go back to school. I know y'all parents happy that schools have opened and will be opening soon because y'all be complaining about y'all kids eating y'all out of house and home during the summer. But then when they get to school, they halfway want to eat the school lunch, you know, and other options available because sometimes the high schools have – different options available if they can leave campus or whatever the case may be. But y'all complain about y'all kids eating y'all out of house or home during the summer. That ain't my business. I'm just mentioning it because I've heard several parents talk about it. Y'all kids going to be back in school to school soon so they can get their school lunch or get their school snack, breakfast, and, and such. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So I'm, I'm propping my feet up. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so, so I got these back-to-school tips from HealthyChildren.org. This is a part of the American Academy of Pediatrics. So if you don't have a child, you can just listen in. Maybe you can support your neighbor or your uh, sister or brother who has kids or your grandchildren or, you know, Pookie damn kids. is, you know, you can just support other children in your community. And we're gonna talk a little bit about being at the bus stop. So even having that information so that we can keep our children safe as they are waiting for the bus and as they're crossing the street for those community schools. All right, so first thing I would like to share with you is the first day of school. It is so important that you go to your child's open house so that you can meet your child's new teacher You can meet other um, parents and families. You can meet, your child can meet the other students that will be in their classroom.
1: They see, you know,
0: oh, this is my friend. We were in class last year. Or I remember playing with you on the playground last year. I remember us going to the field trip to the pumpkin patch last year. You know, it's a great opportunity for your child to get acclimated to their new environment, again, to their new teacher, the new friends that they're going to be hanging out with for the next 10 months. So open house. Is crucial for you to attend. If you're unable to attend your child's open house, see if the teacher can plan another time for you to visit before the first day of school or maybe a virtual. Meeting might be um, better for your family. You know, whatever works for your family, just see if they can get to that classroom and get to that school before the first day of school. It's also a great opportunity for you to meet the administration, any support services, like if your child receives related services such as speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, or if they receive any type of resources, you can meet those teachers. You may have an opportunity to meet with the cafeteria staff. With the um, janitorial staff, who will play a big role in your child's life as well, Um, especially if they get sick, like if they're in the hallway and they get sick, the janitor might be walking by and be, you know, that person that supports your child and helping them, you know, to be okay and get back to the classroom and different things like that. It's an opportunity for you to see where the library is, where other specials are, like R P E. What did we have? R P E music. Again, that's the library. For those who, I guess, still have a library at your school, right? And it gives you an opportunity to go to the cafeteria or at least let your, I don't know if the cafeteria would be open on Open House, but at least you can walk to the cafeteria and show your child this is where you'll be having lunch at. Um, throughout the day. And these are the bathrooms, you know, because not all classrooms have bathrooms in the classroom. Uh, mostly just pre-K through second grade have bathrooms. So it gives them an the opportunity to see where the communal bathrooms are, you know, where this is where we're going to, where the bus stop, like we walk down the hall past the gym or or whatever to get to the bus area. So just get your child acclimated to their new learning environment. All right. Um, remind your child that the teacher is there to help them and to support them. And I would dare say the other adults in the building are there to help them and support them. For example, I know it's difficult for families to let their kindergartner go, especially if it's their first um, learning environment. But there are teachers that are stationed, especially those first week or two of school, usually the first two weeks, there are um teachers stationed throughout the uh the hallways to help your child get to their classroom. So if it's a kindergartner or a first grader, you know, second grader even might need some support to find out exactly where their class is because they may be on a new hall this year. So there are teachers, other um, support staff, other educators in the building to help guide your child to make sure they get to the right school. Some kindergarten teachers actually attach, you know, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the bus later, but um, but they'll actually attach their name, you know, to the book bag, especially after the first day. They'll attach the name to the book bag or you can do that yourself just to make sure especially if you have a pre-k student or a kindergartner attach the teacher's name that way the um, teaching staff and the support staff will know this is where your child belongs Um, so let your child know you know if they're nervous or if they're anxious about their first day of school it could be a pre-k student it could be a kindergartner could be a sixth grader or a ninth grader because middle school is very different from high school from um, elementary school, and high school is very different from middle school. It's more teachers, more people, just, you know, uh, it's it's larger. It could be very intimidating and anxiety-inducing. So have that conversation with your child. Let them know that it's okay like this is a normal feeling for you to be anxious for you to feel afraid for you to feel insecure talk with them about their feelings help them to problem solve like what can you do when you're feeling anxious or insecure you know you can stop take a deep breath take another one if you need to kind of reset and then ask an adult you know, for support. You know, I'm I'm scared about my first day. Can you help me get to my class? Whatever the case may be, help your child to problem solve and give them some language to express themselves. If they're feeling anxious, if you know your child when they get anxious or afraid, if it's hard for them to form their words, maybe give them a little journal or a little booklet or maybe even just a note card where they can say, "May I? I'm nervous or I'm scared or May I have help, please?" And they can actually show that to the adult, and that adult can, you know, have the language there. If the child is unable to express it, they'll have the language on that note card to share with their friend. That's just now. Just that was my. Idea, <laughs> but no, no. But just you know, just as a teacher, I've been in it for two, over twenty years. You know, just to help support them because sometimes when you get nervous, even sometimes when I get nervous, it's difficult for me to find the language, or I need to take some breaths to find the right language, as not to hurt nobody' feelings. I'm just saying. So help them to problem solve. I pray with them, meditate with them. Again, help them to take the deep breaths. If you practice yoga, practice some yoga. Um, uh, poses or yoga, you know yoga practice to help them to calm down and be able to, um, you know, speak clearly um, and be able to reduce that anxiety and that fear. Find another child, like maybe, like I said earlier, it's a friend that you were in pre K with and you're in kindergarten now, or a friend that you were with in kindergarten, you're in first grade now, and walk to class together. You know, maybe you and um, the, the children's uh, or the parents in the neighborhood can carpool, or you can get together, like let's leave together so the kids can get there together and they can walk in together. The cutest thing to me, I'm a, I'm a birth to kindergarten teacher, the cutest thing to me is seeing children, especially in pre K, kindergarten, sometimes first grade, walk the hallways holding hands you know i love to see children holding hands because sometimes you need that extra support that extra encouragement to help you get through the day or help at least get your day started right and then you know you get to your classroom and hopefully you're making new friends one of the sweetest videos that i've ever seen on i think it was on youtube if i'm not mistaken it was a little boy he by his mom's definition he was um diagnosed with autism And I can't remember if it, I think it was the first day of school. I don't remember if he was like new to the school or whatever the case may be, but he was walking in and it was very clear in the video that he was nervous. There was a little boy, there was a little boy, the child that was nervous. There was another little boy that noticed it. He took the little boy's hand and they walked in school together. That was the most precious thing because you know that that child's family taught them empathy, taught them to... You know, notice when someone's feeling anxious or or scared, and then support them. That is one of the sweetest videos I have ever seen. And so, the the family was uh, the mom of the little boy that was anxious. She remembered sharing how precious it was to her, how thankful she was for that for that little boy helping her child out. I don't remember if she got an opportunity. I felt like she got an opportunity to speak with that child's family if I'm not mistaken. It's been maybe a year or two since I saw the videos. So it's been a couple of years, but if I'm remembering correctly, I think she did get an opportunity to to talk to the family and just share her appreciation for him. <laughs> I love things like that, y'all. In elementary, they so precious. Uh the middle school and high school, they precious too. They're precious too. So it so that's uh is that all I wanted to say? Yep, that's good. So just you know, find a friend, find someone in the neighborhood, someone in your community to support your child. All right, these sleep habits, y'all. I hope that you have already been putting your child to bed early, especially if school starts back next week, if school starts back week after. Go ahead and start your nighttime routine now, in my opinion, as an educator, it is best to start your back to school night routine about two weeks prior to the first day of school. That means them getting to your children getting to bed at a certain time, following whatever the routine is. You know you go take your bath, you brush your teeth, we have story time. You take your bath, brush your teeth, we have story time, prayer time, meditation, yoga, whatever it is you do for your nighttime routine. Go ahead and start that. In Stephanie's opinion, it needs to be started about two weeks in advance, especially for the younger children, the elementary age children. If you choose to do a week in advance or three weeks or no no weeks, that's up to you. That's just Stephanie's recommendation from the educator perspective. Keep your bath. Not that time, but keep your nighttime routine consistent. Keep that routine consistent. Whatever you start off doing, keep it as consistently as possible. We do know that you might have um, like Bible study at night or prayer meeting or revival time. You might have um, classes that you've started at night. So you, you know, that, um, Routine may vary a little bit. You might have a parent-teacher conference. You might have um, uh, a parent academy night, and so you're doing you're going to sports games on Friday, sometimes Thursdays, you know. So we know that sometimes events are happening in life, and you might can't follow that routine to the T every night, but as much as you can, follow that time routine, because kids thrive off of predictability and consistency in most cases, okay? So keep that routine steady. Oh, this is a big one, you all. Make sure that your children turn off their electronic devices. At least the um, National Sleep Foundation recommends turning off devices 30 to 60 minutes for children. 30 to 60 minutes prior to them going to bed. For adults is 30 minutes. For children, 30 to 60 minutes. I say 60 minutes, period. 60 minutes before time get... I don't know if you need to take the phone or whatever, shut it down. The phone, the tablet, the computer about 60 minutes so that their mind can kind of re- reset their eyesight, everything resets from being involved in all those images and all of that information coming. Their mind can kind of calm down and it will enhance, you know, hopefully enhance their sleep time. Um, now, if you have teenagers, that's, you know, that's your house. If you're paying for the devices. You do what you need to do. That's just a recommendation, um, according to the website, and my recommendation as well. All right, plan for safe travel to and from school. So, if your children take the bus to school, know in advance where the stop, uh, the school, the school bus stop is. Make sure that your children get there on time and make sure that they stay safe at the bus stop. Hopefully there is a sidewalk there. Encourage your children to stay on the sidewalk. Don't start playing and then you get out in the streets and everything because cars are still coming. So make sure that your children remain on the sidewalk at the bus stop so that they are ready when that bus comes. Don't go up to the corner store. Get you some candy or some nabs or, or, or drink, stay at that bus stop so that you can get on that because I ain't taking you to school. I got to get to work. <laughs> but see, but all seriousness tell them to stay right there at that bus stop and stay on the sidewalk. I I don't know. I, I don't know that there are, are any or many bus stops without a sidewalk. But if it's not stay on the back side of the like if there's a sign there. Now some communities may have a bus stop sign there, but have them to stay kind of behind the sign or as far away from the road as possible where the bus driver can still see them because we want them to be safe, okay? Tell so your children and make sure that the bus stops before they get on. The bus stops, the door opens, and then you get on. Don't be trying to get on the bus and it's still moving or the door has not opened. Let the bus stop, come to a complete stop door opens and then you proceed to get on if there is like just and have your kid make sure they're careful like if there's if it's been raining there's a mud puddle or if there's a drainage ditch hopefully the bus driver will move away from the drainage ditch but they have to step off the sidewalk onto the bus just ask them to be careful pay attention to what they're doing hold the railings of the bus if they need to it's okay to have that help and support ain't no shame so that they can get on that bus safely also remind your children to keep their hind parts in the seat as the bus is moving and when it's time for them to get off wait for that bus to come to a complete stop then you stand up and proceed to get off the bus okay i'm um, just, just wait till i know you're ready to get home so you can get into the snacks, get into your mom and daddy refrigerator or grandma refrigerator your legal guardian refrigerator Wait till the bus comes to a complete stop, exit the bus, step away from the bus so that it can move on and drop off the other keys or either get back to the bus depot. So just be safe. Don't don't eat. Well, listen to your bus driver because he or she will give you, he, she, or they will give you the rules. Um, so they may not want you eating on the bus or drinking on the bus. Follow the safety rules of that school bus. Make sure that your children are listening to that bus driver and to the bus monitor if there's a monitor on the bus. Your pre-K students should be trapped, not trapped, but strapped into a safety belt on the school bus. Most of the monitors will do that for them. Um, When I was in the classroom, I actually, when I put my, my, for my kids who rode the big bus, With the other kids, I would put them right in the front by the bus driver and I would actually strap them in for their safety. And then, whatever adult was getting them off the bus, you know, they would unstrap them and and get them off. So, make sure that there is a a safety harness there or a car seat if your child um, needs that. Now, if your child rides an EC bus and the bus monitor, there. Now, the EC buses, some EC buses have two monitors, some just have one. But they'll help support your child in getting them strapped into the safety belt. And then if there's a wheelchair, um, they'll strap them in the back and make sure that the wheels of the wheelchair are safe, you know, before proceeding to uh, move down the road. All right. If your child has a chronic condition, now, you know, if a child has a chronic condition, the school will have, the school nurse will help support you in a health care plan for the child. Make sure that your bus driver and and, or bus, you know, the bus driver and the monitor, there's a monitor on the bus, knows what the health care plan is to ensure that if an incident, a health related incident happens on the bus, they'll know how to handle it. For example, if your child has allergies, hopefully they're not eating on the bus, you know, so no potential for allergies to flare up. But it's still good for the bus driver to know whatever that health care plan is. If they have seizures, the bus driver um, and the monitor would need to know that. You know, for the buses that have monitors, they would need to know that to support your child. Um, so make sure that you're working with your school nurse, school administration, the teachers to support the bus drivers um, so that they can best support your child in that um, with those you know medical um, um, medical conditions or concerns. Um, Okay, I think that's what I'm going to say there. So if your child lives in a community school or a school where they can literally walk or bus to school, let's talk about it. If your child is riding riding a bus, I didn't mean to say bus. I mean to say bike. <laughs> if they're walking or riding their bike to school, make sure that they that you uh, map out like the bus route. Cause some actually some communities have the bus lane, so route out that bus. Even if it's middle school or a high school, or still you know map out that bus route for that bike. I keep saying bus, but bike route. Notice if there is a bike lane. If there's not, your child might be able to ride um, their bike on the sidewalk you know check with your city and county because there might be some guidelines about bikes riding on the sidewalk so because it's sidewalks and for walking so just check with your city and county to see if there's any but if they can ride the bike lane if not maybe the sidewalk either way make sure that your child is riding with traffic and that they know hand signals so that so that um motorists will know your child needs to turn right or left or whatever the case may be teach them those hand signals uh, make sure that they're obeying the traffic lights or any stop signs as if they are or as if they were in a vehicle have your child to wear a bike helmet a uh, 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 uh yeah a bicycle helmet as well as knee pads and elbow pads if applicable. Like if you're a family who bikes and you actually are biking with your child to school, especially younger children, elementary age, I would encourage you to make sure they have some elbow pads and some knee pads for their safety. Also wear a reflective vest, like those green reflective vests or the orange reflective vests. I think you can get those at your local hardware store. So if you can, get that vest to make sure that motorists um, see you or wear some brightly colored clothes so that you are seen. We want you to be safe if you're biking to school. If you're walking to school, make sure that your child, well, I would encourage you to, you know, if you can walk, walk pool, right? Carpool, walk pool, get some, you know, other children in the community. Hopefully they can walk to school together. Make sure that they know the route to school. Make sure that there is a safe, what does they call it? I want to say safety patrol, but the crossing guard, make sure that there's a crossing guard available to support children crossing the street. Um, to make sure that that is done safely you can ask who that is y'all cross cross guards are the absolute best like they they are a lot of fun there is a um a school we actually have six pre-k classes at this particular school and they actually are i would consider it a community school they do have people children who walk to school and they have a wonderful crossing guard and um and for the most part the, you know the the traffic obeys that cross guard; they do stop. Um, and it's so interesting because you're you're either coming up a hill or you're going down. Like kind of right at the top of that hill is where the crosswalk is. So um, we haven't had any you know any incidents that I've heard about at that particular crosswalk, and so motorists are very cautious, and they know the school is there, so they're cautious that they do listen to the crossing guard. So we're thankful that they have remained; the children have remained safe. Uh, make sure that your children can handle walking to school. <laughs> if they can't, you know, you might want to take them or walk with them to ensure that they get to school and back home safely. Um, again, make sure that we're in bright colors. If they have, you know, a, a reflective vest that they can wear, they can just like, you know, take it off and they get to school, put it in the book bag, keep them moving. We want the children to be safe, whether they're biking, walking. Or riding the school bus, we want them to get to school safely and get back home safely. All right, y'all. We talking about that eat and right. We're providing healthy eating options. There are um, the school nutritionists. They do follow the uh, USDA recommendations for um, portion size for children, as well as you know their meat. Think you have? I think there's three components. Your main course, usually one vegetable or either two vegetables or one vegetable, one fruit, then you have your bread component. And so that's me remember from my early learning days. So I think I remembered it correctly. Your, your entree, your two vegetables or a fruit and a vegetable and your bread component, then you got to have your dairy, have to have some milk, whether that's your dairy milk or your non-dairy milk, because that is available as well for those who have um, dairy allergies or um, what you call it, intolerances. Okay. So I don't know what your school district does. Some schools provide free um, breakfast to children. Others, you're going to have to fill out the free and reduced lunch form to determine if, or rather, let me backtrack, fill out the lunch form to determine if your child can get free or reduced lunch, okay? I, I encourage my parents, like during open house, I asked them if they were willing to fill out the lunch form so that it could be processed to determine if their child, most of my children ate free um, they filled out that form and they, you know, got their letter back and they were able to eat for free. And I was thankful for that. So in pre-K, they provided breakfast and snack for our children. That was free of charge. But, you know, lunch was, like I said, free for most of my children. I think for, I feel like for all of them, except for maybe one, but his family bought his lunch, um, anyway, cause he was selective in his food choices. And so they sent his lunch. Um, Oh, be mindful, like talk for the, I don't know if middle school has vending machines, but high schoolers have vending machines. So make sure that you're, or talk to your children about choosing healthy options. You can see if the school provides healthy options for them to choose from and not just chips and cakes and cookies, but maybe fruits or yogurt or something. I don't know if schools even do that, but just see if there's some healthy options that your child can choose from. Um, there are high schools that have um, like a, a salad line or just different options besides like the normal on the scheduled school lunch, like, you know, you get your um, lunch menu. And so, but there's like a lunch, there's like a a section for just salads and just like cold foods, just different things. So just find out the lunch options that your school um, provides for the children and help your children choose what they're going to eat. Even get, get the lunch menu, print it off or put it on, have it on your computer and talk to your child about what the best lunch option would be for them for that particular day. All right. Um, also, encourage your middle schoolers and your high schoolers if there are vending machines available. Encourage them to drink water, 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 water. Sodas. Try. Ask them not to drink sodas. Sodas have, uh, according to the article here, have about ten teaspoons of sugar and about 150 calories. And sodas contribute to, or there's a risk, a 60% risk of childhood diabetes when your child drinks sodas. It increases the risk. I'm sorry, let me say that again. Forget this quote I just said. Let me say it right way. Think of just one can of soda a day it increases your child's risk for obesity, not diabetes, I'm sorry, obesity by 60%. I'm sorry about that. I should have read it. I thought I was seeing diabetes and it's obesity. Get my glasses clean, right? All right. So drinking just one can of soda a day increases a child's risk of obesity by 60%. And if your child has a pass to go off campus for lunch, Talk to them about some healthy choices. Like they can get a salad from McDonald's. Oh, mm-mm, I shouldn't have said it. They can get a salad from their favorite fast food or some, you know what? Some children like sushi. Healthy option. Whatever the case may be, talk to your children about choosing healthy food options. Backpack safety. Hopefully, child, when I was in school, in high school, I had so many books, it wasn't even funny. But now books are electronic or books are just not available. So your children won't have to really worry about the heaviness of books like we did. We had a book for every class when I was in high school. We did have lockers, thankful for that. So we you know could change and switch out, and kind of preserve our bag. But try to, or talk to your child about not overloading their book bag. And if they have a book bag, ask them to, I know it's fashionable to do the one shoulder, but have them to put both straps on to help preserve their back they may not they, they're not thinking about it as a child but you know as they get older, that back is, is you're going to need to preserve that back and that body. So, have them do two straps. Make sure that the backpack has some padded straps, wide straps, so that your child can best, you know, can carry it well, carry that load well. Make sure that it's adjusted correctly. I actually like the backpacks that have a little strap that goes around their stomach for extra support. So, yeah, let them choose a backpack that has, like I said, that that those padded, wide Um, straps to hold that book bag up, okay? And use every pocket in your book bag. If your book bag has pockets here, there, and all over everywhere, use every pocket to help balance the weight that's in that book bag. Again, it preserves the bag over long time, over long term, over long time. (laughs) It supports the bag over, over time and long term. Come on, somebody. All right, so Okay, let's talk a little bit about bullying because we do know that bullying happens. It does happen. Unfortunately, it happens. If your child is bullied, alert the school officials to the problem, alert your child's teacher, alert administration so that they know what is happening. Talk to your child about the bullying. Ask them if they know why they are being bullied. Ask them what the bully is saying or doing to them. Then help your child respond to the bully. Tell them to stand. Toe to toe, flat footed to this bully and use the words to express themselves, I don't like it when you hit me. I don't like it when you say that to me. I help them to use their words. Now, I'm not an advocate of fighting. I am not, not even a little bit. I am an advocate of defending yourself. I'm going to let y'all parents talk to y'all kids about that. I'm an advocate of defending yourself. So if you put your hands on me, I'm going to put my hands back on you. It's just, but you teach your children what you feel is best for them. Try to talk to that bully. But if talking don't work, you teach your child what you want them to do. I know what my mama said. I know know what my, and so I, nobody mess with me in school. I, I never been in a fight when I was in Elementary, middle, or high school, like nobody bothered me. I was good to go. I didn't bother nobody. I didn't want nobody to bother me, so I was well. But I knew what to do if somebody bothered me. I knew what they So you teach your children what you want them to know. My encouragement is to have them stand flat-footed, face-to-face with that bully, express themselves by using words, give them the language to speak. Like like I said, I don't like when you do that. You need to stop hitting me, whatever the case may be. And then what the next steps are, you decide for your child. Encourage your child to make friends. If your child is a loner, they like to be by themselves. Encourage them to make friends, even if it's just one friend. Encourage them to make a friend, to talk to some people, to join a group. There, there is a—I don't know where it started, but there's a program. I think it's in several high schools now. It might even be in elementary and middle schools as well. Where there's a program that a young lady came up with, where if you see somebody sitting by themselves at lunch, you go over and you talk to them, you introduce yourself to them, you make a friend, and it's a—it's a, it's a community where they don't want anyone to feel alone or isolated during those crucial times of the day. At lunchtime is a crucial time of the day. It's the time you sit, you talk, you laugh, you have some fun. And so we they don't want, so this program helps support children who are sitting by themselves. And I really, really love that. And so encourage your child to make friends, teach them how to make friends, teach them how to approach people and show themselves friendly so that they can make some friends. Also keep an eye on your child's social media. They're texting. Ain't no privacy in my house. You better hope I don't take the hinges off the doors. Watch your. I don't care. I don't care if your child is seventeen. If they're 18, then you can decide. I don't care if if you're 17 up in my house and I want to see your phone, I'm going to get it and look at it, even though I'm not paying no bills, because it's uh, it's, the nieces and the nephews. But if you're in my house and I say, let me see your phone, you you best hand it over. And don't get mad if I start scrolling through, because if you don't want me to see nothing, then stay off your technology devices in auntie's house. That's all I'm saying. Y'all parents, y'all decide what y'all want me to do. And ask my niece and nephew, have I checked their technology devices? And they will say, yes, auntie has checked our technology devices the don't play with me don't play i ain't got no time for no foolishness up in my house especially if you're taking pictures i told i have already told them don't be taking no pictures and videos up in my house y'all do that y'all ain't no, need, nobody need to know what's what i'm living like up in here. i mean everything's good but i'm just saying ain't none of their business so i they you know that's just how that's that's auntie's rule up in her up in her okay so you can decide whatever guidelines and rules that you've established for your child as it relates to social media and texting but have some parental controls on them bad boys. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. If you think you're invading your child's privacy, that's you know that's your choice. That your key is you raising them, you paying for them. Do what you think is best for your own child. When your child is the bully, because sometimes your child might be the one out there scaring other people, cheering. Make sure your child knows built bullying is never, ever, 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 never, ever okay. It is not okay to harm another person. It is not okay to bully them. I don't care why you think it's okay or why you are doing it. It is never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never okay to bully another child. Deal with your child's aggressive behavior, their bullying behavior. Deal. So look, I know some of y'all parents, this is not the American pediatric. This is Stephanie talking right here. I know some of y'all think y'all kids too cute to discipline them i have been in education for over 20 years i have not met a child yet that's too cute for a butt whipping if they need it a time out if they need it a taking a technology device if they need it or anything else now i know people say you know you spanking your child you hitting your child that's violence. y'all do what y'all want to do for your own kids that your kids you raising them but just know when they become an adult and get out into society. If you didn't discipline them when they was a child, somebody going to get that tail when they get older because they think they how they roll up on you, they can roll up on somebody else and they're going to meet the right one and they're going to get them. I'm just saying what I know. I've lived life long enough. I've seen it. I know it happens. Discipline your kids. Don't think it's too. cute for them to be hitting on you or talking to you any kind of way. I wish a child would talk to me any kind of way I'm talking about the nieces and the nephews and even the little cousins you're not gonna talk to aunt. I don't care who you're not gonna talk to auntie any kind of way it's just not gonna happen I was watching a video shortly before i came on and there was a little boy on the dock and I'm assuming it was maybe an uncle or a grandparent could have been his dad but um it was a gentleman he was talking they were on the pier ready to fish there was another gentleman like further on the somebody was videoing and the little boy was whining number one he looked like he was about six or seven he might have been five or six somewhere between five and seven and he whining like he too first of all you're gonna get that one I your out. that's number one two you're gonna stop back talking me or are you about to get backhanded I, I don't have any kids so y'all it is what it is. I've never backhand. Have I ever backhanded the nieces and nephews? No, I haven't. They, they I haven't had to do that with them. Have I had to pop some lips? Yeah, you no. Know, it is what it is. If you say something smart, be ready for your lips to get popped. But I ain't backhand, okay? Anyway, that, that's number two. He got so mad, he pushed them, y'all. He pushed the man in the river. So of course the man and the thing up the, the man was on crutches. Like he had crutches while he's trying to help the little boy trying to he on crutches. The little boy pushed down. I don't know if that was staged or if that really happened. The first thing I thought about is I'm about to funeralize. Y'all better call the undertaker and the police. Cause they're gonna take his body out of here to the morgue, and the police gonna take me on to the jailhouse. And I'm gonna just have to say guilty. He was about to get funeralized. I, again, I don't know if that was real or if that was staged, but he, but the child acted that way because it he, it was unchecked behavior issues. It was unchecked behavior. It, it was unchecked behavior issues. Discipline your kids. Don't send your kids to Miss Humphrey's classroom if they ain't disciplined. Cause Ms. Humphrey gonna get them right. I don't be hitting on nobody's kids. I don't. Now the niece and nephew, they they my they my family. That's something different. School kids, I don't be hitting on your kids, but I will send your little hind part kids to the timeout. I will send your child and they hind parts to the timeout chair. Now that I will do in a heartbeat, and then I will make them apologize. We'll talk about empathy. We'll talk about why they all apologize that they were hurting their friends, harming their friends, or cutting up something like that. I'm gonna get them in that timeout chair, and then I'm gonna let you know what happened. Because I don't have any problems talking to parents about their kids. I'm not in the classroom anymore, thank the Lord. But you know what? I didn't have a lot of behavioral challenges. I remember one child in particular that I had a behavior challenge for, but we used some strategies for him that seemed to work out pretty good. He still had his moments, but I didn't have any severe behavioral challenges. I feel like I kept a pretty good atmosphere in the classroom. I had my children to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, please, may I. Like, I taught them manners. I taught them how I wanted to be treated and how they were going to treat me and the assistants and I treated them with respect as well. But don't but don't 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 get in your feelings and think you're gonna buck up because Miss Humphrey gonna put your high parts in that timeout here and it's gonna be all good. But discipline your kids. Like give them boundaries, give them limitations, tell them high parts. No, you can't have these shoes. No, you can't have this toy. No, you can't, whatever. I have my niece and nephew this 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 past weekend, we went the niece and nephew that's been with me the longest and a little brother. We went school shopping, and so the baby walked in the store with a popsicle and wanted candy. Um, his my sister brought him there with us and wanted candy before we left out. My niece had already told him no, and so I told him no. He got to cutting up. So sometimes he don't understand auntie's words. So auntie said, "I got my ruler in the car." And he brought his little hips on. See, sometimes you got to speak the language that kids understand. It might be a ruler, it might be a bell, it might be timeout, whatever works. Sometimes you just got to speak your language. I had not planned to spend any time on discipline. I hadn't even planned to talk about discipline, honestly, except for the little piece they put here. And what they put here, I didn't agree with. So that's why I gave you all my own discipline, your kids. Because if you don't, somebody is going to get them later. It could be somebody in the street could be a police officer. I'm just saying, discipline your kids. However that discipline works for you, discipline your kids. I, there was a little boy, I didn't teach him, a little boy I knew. Spanking didn't work for him, but that's he hated the isolation of timeout. He hated the isolation of timeout bless his heart. He can stand it. So anyway, so when we visited um, the young lady's home and he, she put him in time at one time and he almost like had a conniption. And so whatever works for your child, discipline your kids. So set some limits. If your child is a bully, set some limits, discipline them let them know that it's just its just don't do that. <laughs> it's not okay. And then you get them at home if you find out they were the one that bully. get them while they are at home. Okay. So um, let me make sure. Help your child to learn empathy. That's what I'm going to go. Let, help your child to learn empathy. Everybody's not going to have name brand clothes, name brand shoes, the latest styles tell your children not to bully anybody because they don't. Because that person's, um, or that child's family might be saving up for a new house or a car, or they might be saving for their child's college fund or investments because child them clothes and them shoes don't mean nothing when you're younger. It's better to have your college fund ready so your child can be debt-free when they leave college, have them investments so your child can either retire early or have stacks of money to, you know, live out their retirement years, you know, what your retirement years and then theirs because their investments will help them with their retirement is so talk to your children about that about empathy about the fact that not everybody has the latest things not everybody looks the best sometimes people don't even smell the best because some people are homeless. Some of some youth are homeless. Some families are homeless. Some families may live in an apartment, but maybe they weren't able to pay the electric bill. Times are hard for families. They weren't able to able to pay the water bill, so they weren't able to take a bath, y'all. We never know what families are going through. Okay. So if you have somebody that's smelly, you know, maybe and teach your child to to maybe take them a washcloth and soap or some deodorant. Maybe even your child can talk to the teacher and be like, you know, my friend is a little smelly, I have some soap in. and that's here, can you give it to them? Maybe they can go in the bathroom and kind of clean up a little. Like, teach them empathy. Teach them to support people. Teach them that not everybody is as privileged as you are. Not everybody has money or has a home or has resources like you do. So teach your children empathy and teach them that there are different, you know, lifestyles and home lives that people, that their their peers have, that people have and their peers have. Be a positive role model for your child. Praise your child when they are doing well. Praise them specifically. Don't just say good job, but say, I really like the way you help your little brother open their water. Or I really like the way you read that story to your little brother, your little sister, whatever the case may be. Praise your children when they are doing well. Also, talk to your child about why they are bullying and then talk about some problem solving, some solutions, give them some counseling or therapy if they need that. Maybe something happened to them that you don't know about and they're acting out. You know, talk to them and see if they'll open up to you. And if not, again, maybe the school counselor or maybe a, 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 like a, you know, private counselor or a private therapist. All right. I'm wrapping this. I said I won't be up here long, but I'm wrapping this up for real, for real. Okay. Build good homework. I'm sorry. Last one. When your child is a bystander, encourage that child to tell a trusted adult and then help your child support the children who are being bullied as best they can. Now, if there's a fight going on, your child don't need to step into the fight. Let the adults handle that. But if they can step in in some way and protect the child or help the child, teach them how to do that if it's safe for them to do so. OK, because they need to keep themselves safe as well. All right. Build some good homework and study habits. Some children need some help, extra help organizing. Hit them a calendar or a journal, notebook, whatever. Help them to organize. I got, I'm going to do science for 15 minutes, You know, social studies for 20, do my English for 30 minutes. Like Help them get their notes and their homework assignments organized so that they can get them done in a timely manner and an efficient manner. Create an environment where they can do the homework. Is it at the kitchen table? Is it at the the desk in the library or the desk down the hall or the desk in their bedroom? Create an environment where, where it is conducive for them to learn and complete their homework. Let it be safe. Let it be inviting. Let it be bright so that the kids can have the lights to see and read and do what they need to do. Talk to them about no TV, no electronics until your homework is done. That's an encouragement. No electronics, no TV, no phone, no tablet, no nothing. Get this homework done, and then you can do what you need to do. Um, if your child is experiencing some eye fatigue, like make sure they have their glasses, their corrective lenses on. You know, their contacts under their glasses on so that they can see what's going on if you think your child is having some eye problems talk to your child's pediatrician talk to the the doctor so they can get their eyes checked get let them have a break like if they have an hour and a half of homework let them do some for 30 minutes take a 10 minute break 30 minutes 10 minute break or 20 minutes 5 minute break whatever the best um, break time is for your child you know your children so let them take a break so that they, they can rest their eyes maybe they need a, a meditation break maybe they need a prayer break maybe they need a yoga practice break whatever the case may be let them take breaks throughout the homework so that their eyes can stay you know bright and alert and even so that their mind can reset on that break and then be ready to start the next portion of their homework um, if your child is struggling in a particular subject get some help like get a tutor if you can see if um the teacher can help or the support staff at the school can help um if your child you know some children during for after school most children complete their homework in after school maybe the after school staff can support your child with their homework if they're struggling um talk to the counselor at the school talk to the academic coach talk to the instructional facilitator. Maybe they'll be able to support your child as well, or talk to the teacher and they can reach out to those individuals. If you think your child needs specialized services, talk to the child's teacher so that you can get that process started. Um, if they're ECF, which is the, um, what's the ECF? The EC facilitator, the exceptional children's facilitator. If you have one of those at your school, you should have someone. It may not be that It could be a different title, but the EC facilitator or um, the specialized person, whatever the title is, you can ask your teacher. They can help you with the titles and positions in your particular school district. Um, But get that support if you feel like they need to be evaluated for specially designed instruction. If you feel your child is gifted, help them Um, And you want to help them get into an AIG program, there might be a form that you can fill out to get the process started, or you can talk to your child's teacher or the academic coach or the counselor so that they can help you start that particular process as well. Okay. There are all kinds of resources available. There are all kinds of learning platforms that are available to support your child if they are struggling. Okay. That's all I want to share with you all. Um, I know that was a lot of information. I didn't get through it as quickly as I wanted to, I guess because I started talking about discipline and telling some stories. Um but but, um, but hopefully, your child will have a safe, wonderful, happy year of learning and growing. I do want to say a short prayer for children who are already in school and for those who are going back. Let me take a quick sip here. Or gold. <laughs> let me take a go a drink of water too. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time of praying for our children. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will be with every child who has already started school. I pray that you will be with the children who will start school soon. God, I pray for their protection. I pray for their peace. I pray for their their um security i pray for their safety in the name of Jesus i pray that they will go to school with a with a happy spirit with a happy heart i pray that our children will make friends while they are at school i pray that they will have a pleasant experience at school god i pray for any unpleasant experiences that may occur that the children will learn how to express themselves that they will learn how to problem solve that they will learn how to make friends father god that they will learn how to talk to their peers that they will learn how to engage and act with each other in peace in the name of jesus god i pray Father God, that you will help children as they are learning. Help them to process the lessons that the teachers are teaching them. Help them to understand the lessons, Father God. If they don't understand them, help children. Ask for help. Help them to learn how to advocate for themselves, Father God, in the name of Jesus, help parents to teach that children how to advocate for themselves so that they will speak up and say, Miss teacher, or Mr. Teacher, or day teacher, I don't understand, may I have extra help? So help children to advocate for themselves. Help them not to be afraid or ashamed if they don't understand a subject. Help them to be bold, God, and fearless in their asking for help, Father God, in their asking for support in the name of Jesus, God. And help the teacher to happily and gladly support that child with the extra help that they need in the name of Jesus. But help them to not only learn the information, but help children to retain the lessons that they are taught. Help them to retain the information, retain those math skills, retain that science and history information, retain those ELA skills, retain those uh, reading strategies and those writing skills. Father God, help children to retain the information that they are learning in the school so that they can apply it on their homework, so they can apply it in the schoolwork, so they can apply it on the assessment, so they can apply it On the test, Father God, in the name. Of Jesus, I pray, Father God, that you will keep our children safe at the bus stop, Father God, as they are riding to school on their bike, as they are walking to school, as they are riding the bus to school, that you will keep them safe, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that no weapon formed against it will prosper, Father God. I pray that our children are covered in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I pray that parents will pray with their children, that they will meditate with their children, that they will teach their children how to pray, that they will teach their children how to meditate meditate. meditate, that they will teach their children how to handle themselves if they are feeling afraid or anxious or scared or a little out of control because that happens sometimes as well. I pray that parents will give their children strategies to handle their emotions, to navigate their emotions so that they can do so in a healthy way. God, I pray that parents will teach their children empathy, that they will teach them how to problem solve, that they will teach them these skills because they are truly life Skills, give the parents wisdom to teach the children, God, and help the children to even retain those skills and strategies so that they can apply them at the appropriate time. God, I pray that teachers will show forth love and acceptance and empathy to their students in the name of Jesus. I pray against biases and discriminations, Father God. In the name of jesus i pray that every teacher will see that child as a child as a teenager as a preteen that they will see them as a student that they need to help and support in the name of jesus i rebuke every demonic spirit as it relates to biases as it relates to racism in the name of jesus hallelujah god i pray for a rebirthing father god for an awakening, Father God, for a transformation in our school systems, God, in our school districts, God, with our boards of education, God, with our state superintendents, Father God, with our state board of education. I pray for a, an awakening, Father God, a transformation, Father God, in the name of Jesus, where the devil has been allowed to run rampant, Father God. I pray that, God, that you will reign him in, God, in the name of Jesus, so there will be peace in our schools. Hallelujah, so that they will be love and harmony and unity in our schools i pray that the devil's plans will not prosper that his weapons will not prosper father god that his plans will be busted wide open so that peace can return to our schools so that unity will ret- return to our schools so that respect will return to our schools and so that gun violence will go will get out of there in the name of jesus god i just oh god i just pray, Father God, for a for a decrease and a stopping to gun violence in our schools, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that parents will get a hold of their children at a young age so that they will not grow up wanting to kill children in our schools in the name of Jesus, God, for any school shooters, God, I pray that you will just arrest them in their heart, in their mind, in their soul, and in their spirit, so that they will not commit that act, that they will not go into our schools and kill our children and kill our teachers, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, I just rebuke the devil. In the name of Jesus. I pray that our schools will return to, a, to being a safe haven, return to being a safe space, a space of security, for our children, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that you be with our children, God, I pray that you will be with our children at school, in the name of Jesus, Mm, Touch every administrator, touch the cafeteria workers, the bus drivers, the janitorial staff, the before and after school workers, the classified staff, instructional assistants, the licensed staff, teacher assistants. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. The educational support staff, the counselors, the school nurses, touch uh, the administration, touch everybody, Father God, that works with our children, that they will have the best intentions for our children, in the name of Jesus, mm. and for those school districts who have been told, like um, that have been told not to teach Black history or to teach a teach lies about Black history, I pray that you will be with those teachers as well. God, I pray that you will help parents to pray with their children, to meditate with their children, to have Bible study with their children, to have powwow times with their children where they can talk about their school day and problem solve any issues and celebrate all successes in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you, God. Anything that I miss praying about, God, you know. You know what it is that parents need, what children need. So I pray that you will answer every prayer request of children as they pray to you and every prayer request of the parents as they pray to you. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray. That there will be a decrease in bullying. Father, God, I pray that schools will continue to implement restorative circles, restorative practices to best support children who are experiencing challenging behaviors, who are experiencing bullying, who are experiencing negative situations, in their lives. I pray that the restorative practices will continue to work because I've read the reports and I've seen the research and it has worked in many school districts and many schools. I pray that school districts will continue to implement these practices to best support their children, their students in the name of Jesus. God, thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you and I honor you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I pray that your children be safe. I pray that all be well with your children as they go back to school tomorrow or as they start school in the coming weeks. Um, so thank you for joining the broadcast tonight for this back to school edition. I also want to share with you that determined Publishing, we are celebrating 15 years in business. We are celebrating this month August with two books that are 40% off Savoya, Samson, and Samuel, and Samuel and Candice. Candice, yeah, candids. So both books are and candids and Samuel is an extension. Didn't mean to make a sequel, but it is it is an extension. Both books are 40% off 40% off. For the rest of the month and maybe a little bit in August, we'll see what happens. These books are so good. They're my books. So, of course, I'm going to say they're good. I'm a little biased, but I do love my books and I love every character and every storyline that the Lord has allowed me to write. So, help me celebrate 15 years in business by purchasing these titles and any of your other favorite titles. You can go to DeterminePublishing.com for ordering information and even to read a couple of chapters of both. Both books, as well as all of my other um, books that are available. Um, also, Be Free Ministries is hosting the Pocket Book Exchange Fellowship October 5th, 6th, and 7th. You can go to BeFreeMinistriesNC.org for more information. Look, you all, I encourage you to like might like this episode, I encourage you to follow the Stephanie Humphrey channel and hit that notification bell so you can get notifications when I go live. All right. Thank you so much to the YouTube live audience. Thank you so much to the podcast audience. As always, I really appreciate sharing what's on my heart with you. I will see you next Thursday. Oh, it's going to be the fifth Thursday, August 31st. I don't, I normally don't come on on 5th. Thursdays. So we'll see if I'm going to come on. There might be something special that I want to share with you. So I may come on, but if I'm not, you know, Thursdays is not my Thursday to come on. This is Black Business Month. Support a Black Business. I will add the link to the description after the broadcast. I think that's all I want to share with you. Have a wonderful, peaceful rest tonight. Have a beautiful week. Rest of the week. And if you start back school next week, y'all enjoy your first day of school. Have fun learning and making new friends and enjoy that educational space. It is going to be some of the best times of your life because when you get an adult and start paying bills, it's going to be a different story. I didn't mean to dampen the mood. (laughs) It just is what it is. Look, you all, take care. Good night.